Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, where we look at the latest comics and other media featuring the Transformers. On this episode, we finish up the first part of Transformers Earthquark Season 1 with a full review of Episodes 9 and 10. Today is Friday, February 24th, 2023, and this is Episode 326 of Transmissions Alt Mode. Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, the podcast that almost added a The Last of Us review show to the network, but didn't want to be accused of making clickerbait. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team, Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hey, how's it going? The terrific Trish from More Than Meets the Ear and Swerve's Bar. What's up, guys? And Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast. Howdy. Let's talk Transformers. <laughs> As always, we start off the show by thanking our Donatrions, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. Thank you all so much for continuing to help us out. It's your contributions that keep the show going, and we really appreciate it. So if you are not a Donatron and would like to become one, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support. That's where you can sign up, either on Patreon or PayPal. And uh, if you do, you get some bonus perks, uh, some merchandise at the higher tiers, and uh, lots of bonus content, bonus episodes we put out that are available exclusively to our Donatrions uh, through our Patreon page. One of those exclusives is our show, We Like Big Bots, and that's done by Daryl. And uh, Dr. Pants. So they talk about lots of big bots that they have in their collection. They talk about all the different uh, variants and uh, different models. And uh, just uh, show some love for some figures uh, within (laughs) Transformers. (laughs) Daryl's showing off a big bot right now. (laughs) So uh, that is available exclusively to our Donatrons. Uh, We've got 10 episodes up already. More will be coming soon. Uh, We're on a little bit of a hiatus right now. Uh, but we'll be getting those back up uh, more coming soon. Uh, and in addition to that, we've also got bonus content from our Transformers Live Play RPG podcast, Empire of Rust. And this week we have Empire of Rust episode 96, The Party Associate Will See You, which I'm told is a portal reference. <laughs> this episode um, is a triumph. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we've got the bonus uh, uncut version of this episode available to our Donatrons a week early. But uh, if you want just the main regular episode that comes out on the Empire of Rust feed, that's at transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. And that will be out this coming Monday, uh, February 27th. So just a couple more days. It will be out in the free main feed. But uh, if you are a Donatron, you can get it right now. Get it early. So... And all the bonus content contained in those bonus episodes. So enjoy. Again, uh, we have Trish back with us for alt mode. Thanks for hanging out with us this week, Trish. Anytime. And we are, I'm interested to hear what your thoughts are on Transformers Earth Spark. So let's jump in and talk about some Transformers Earth Spark. All right. Well, we are wrapping up the first part of Transformers Earth Spark. We are covering episodes 9 and 10, which is the Age of Evolution, part 1 and 2. So it was pretty much just one big, long episode. Kind of like the first two episodes was a two-parter. This is a two-parter. And uh, this closes out the first chunk of Transformers Earth Spark episodes. But the second chunk is coming in just a couple of weeks. So the second chunk of EarthSpark episodes will be on Paramount Plus on March 3rd. So you've only got a, a you know a less than two weeks to wait for that. So uh, that's so coming excited. soon. Yeah. And uh, it, it seems to be ramping up. So with these last two episodes uh, that we've, we're, look, we're checking out here, these have definitely raised the stakes, uh, and it was very, you know, very exciting episode. So we're going to talk about these. Of course, this is a spoiler-filled show, so 
if you have not watched Transformers Earth Spark yet, stop the podcast, turn it off, go watch the episodes, and then come back. Um, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Daryl, you have to be here. Sorry, we're sorry. We're, we're gonna spoil it for you. I'm I'm sorry. We you should have read the memo and and watched the episodes before the Good podcast. Got to do your homework. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I I know what's going on. <laughs> uh so yeah, somebody so we, who is completely unprepared and not not part of the team would be here w- without doing their due diligence <laughs> founding member transmissions everyone founding member. It, it wouldn't be the first time one of us have done a review without actually watching them <laughs> <laughs> Lots of secrets. Don't, don't tell Josh, here. but uh, I haven't watched a few of the Cybertron episodes we've reviewed on more than meets the air. <laughs> or I'd have like I'd have them going on like as we're doing the episode. I'm like fast clicking or like reading. I, I did it once. I read through the transcript of the episode. I just read the transcript, <laughs> so I at least knew what characters were in the show, and that that was it. That was like a, I don't remember if I told him or not, but he's gonna find out now. <laughs> he's a great cheat sheet. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> At least seventy-five percent of people on here have have watched. It. Yeah, but I mean, I, 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 I think you get a pass for that. Cybertron is a terrible show. It's the best part is the thundercrack like the bad accents it's just hysterical <laughs> and the, the terrible corny one-liners you can't decide whether you want to cringe or bust out laughing and oh my gosh but yeah no yeah. so i've suffered through a couple of a couple of those <laughs> so in conclusion spoilers now so <laughs> we're, we're warning you turn this back is your now warning. this is your turn warning. back all right transformers earth spark Age of Evolution. So this is capping off the the first chunk of of episodes. We've rev- we've been reviewing these two episodes at a time already, and we've we've had a little bit up and down because uh, you know since we review we've reviewed two episodes at a time. One episode will be kind of like you know the cutesy family you know kids learn a lesson episode, and then one episode will be you know an interesting Transformers lore heavy episode. Uh, and you know we, we're getting a little bit of whiplash, but this these two episodes here, it was all Transformers lore, fighting, action, everything, everything you want from Transformers. Everything Daryl was, was looking forward to in these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Daryl. Yes. Daryl, just so, go watch uh, it afterwards and pretend you you didn't hear anything. Just turn <laughs> off your turn off your listening ears, and then you can go watch it. Yep. Yeah, so we start off, this episode starts off with uh, the um, Ghost and the Autobots planning a, uh, like a, an outreach event day to show how, you know, human Autobot relations are, are going well. Although, you know, I, I thought Ghost was like a secret government agency, so I don't know, like, how, like, you also, it, it seems weird to have, like, a government, like, here's your friendly government agency, Ghost. Um, yeah, that well, doesn't. Yeah. Isn't it like Shield <laughs> in the um, Iron Man movie where he had a hat or something and was called out <laughs> and having, you know, his logo on for the yeah. agency. But uh, yeah, but so the you know Optimus Prime and Megatron are there to uh, to you know foster human Cybertronian relationships. Megatron is still a little salty because he feels like Decepticons <laughs> are getting a raw deal. Uh, and he's not wrong. They are. They are. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, Prime is Prime is, of course, you know, they're friends now. So Prime is trying to convince him, like, no, this is this is the way to go. And uh, you know, of course. And then everything everything was fine. They had a fun day, and that was it, right? No, that's not what no. happened. <laughs> um, you had Skywarp and Nova Storm crashing the party. They came, uh, and they want to steal Optimus Prime's arm. For some reason, no, because Mandroid wants an arm that has yeah, Mandroid head. wants the other arm. Yes, he's got he's got the right arm. He needs the yeah. left arm. And Optimus they, they has an integrated weapon. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I'm I'm I'm. In, it's interesting to me that uh, a lot of these like 
rogue Decepticons think they can take on both Optimus Prime and Megatron <laughs> one-on-one. That's that seems it seems like they're a little bit outmatched, but they they are confident. And uh I I thought it was interesting also that Sky Skywarp is female here and Nova Storm is female. So we have two female seeker cons, which was interesting. And um and also no one like realizes that Skywarp can teleport and they like continually throughout the episode like they, they capture forgetting. Yeah, they, they keep, keep forgetting that she can teleport. Guys. And if anybody should know that Skywarp can teleport it's Megatron who, you know, <laughs> she served under for like thousands of millions of years, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe don't, it's like the the men in black thing where like she teleports and just flashes you and you just forget that it happened. Yeah, That's why they're always so surprised, a, you know. It's a built-in flashy thing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, so so that that I mean, and I I like the teleportation effect. I thought it was really well done. But uh, they needed they needed they needed some kind of device to like in like inhibitor claw or something to put on her to keep her from teleporting. But they they never yeah. they never did that. Well, I mean, they, they well just... the only time the only time she no longer teleports is when they put actual um, Cybertronian stasis cuffs on her. At the end of the episode, when they finally, when Optimus and Bumblebee have finally caught her, because until then they're using human design technology, which understandably so, probably can't match that integrated um, Cybertronian ability. So it, it would make sense, you know, because at the end she can't, she no longer teleports and they successfully summon Ghost for a, a recall and recapture. But at that point, that they use Bumblebee's cuffs, his stasis cuffs. They don't use the human ones. Yeah, yeah. And I think the thing that they used on the cassettes in the last episode was it immediately forced them to change to alt mode. That probably would have worked, but you know, apparently they don't have those anymore. Yeah, but at the same yeah, time, I, they're I, uh, like F eighteen, F twenty two based, and that wouldn't do much for them not being able to get away right yeah. <laughs> I'm, stuck, I'm stuck in jet mode Guess I'll fly I'm, away. I'm, I'm stuck in a jet mode that can go like Mach 3 okay, yeah, no, okay. that's the problem <laughs> yeah so um so that there's a that's a, that was a pretty big uh battle he had Megatron and Prime uh but Megatron and Prime they uh, you know they're they're the king so they they easily beat Skywarp and Novastorm but they don't capture him because they escape because Skywarp can teleport. So she she teleports <laughs> and she helps Nova Storm escape and they get away. So, um, and yeah, it turns out they were working for Mandroid. Uh, so Mandroid, uh, so Mandroid and his mission to eliminate Earth of all Cybertronians is not above like paying Decepticons to work for him. And the Decepticons <laughs> seem like don't under. I mean, I guess a job's a job, but I don't really understand what the Decepticons get out of it. But. Um, but yeah, Mandroid is is upset that they failed, but uh, they he has a new plan. They uses them as bait, and uh, so they uh, you know they pretend to be captured. Uh, Ghost detects their location, but then uh, when Prime goes out to see him, oh, it was a trap because uh, they were you know it was it was all hologram trickery and. Uh, they were the, they were there to cat you know they were there to uh, oh no that was that was that was not opposite so it was Megatron's win it was Megatron to, and uh, it was Megatron went because Optimus. yeah because Opti- yeah Megatron and, and Dot went because Optimus and Bumblebee had a new mission because uh, they want to find out the place where the Terran Transformers were born and figure out how they came to be and they do find that uh, the cave where they originally came online. And it has the Ember Stone, which is one of the 13 original Prime artifacts, and it can create new Transformer life. And this mm-hmm. was the spoiler way back in episode one of the series, where in the credits of episode, if you watch the credits of episode one of the series, it says Clancy Brown as Quintus Prime, which Quintus Prime is not <laughs> named in episode one. But here, <laughs> and you, we find out that M- the Emberstone was the artifact of Quintus Prime, one of the 13 Primes. And yes, it's Clancy Brown doing the voiceover for that. Um, yeah, so they and they find the Emberstone. Uh, but uh, just as they are, um, uh, you know, just as they're try- they get it out and they're trying to figure out how it works, maybe trying to create some new Terrans. Uh, but uh, the um, Novastorm and Skywarp detect their detect Prime and Bumblebee and go down to attack them because 
they tell them that they have Dot Malto and Megatron captured. So, you know, they're blackmailing them to come surrender. They don't surrender, though. So they, they fight. Bumblebee and Prime fight. And, um, and meanwhile, the kids, the, the human kids and the Terrans are trapped underground in the cave uh, because the fight, uh, you know, gets, gets rocky and it, it causes a cave in. Uh, and they make a, you know, Mo Malto makes a wish for help. And Quintus Prime hears her and creates three new Terrans. So we've got now we've got five total new Terran Transformers. So these three Terrans are uh, hashtag. That's a very uh, <laughs> 2020s name. Adorable. It's um, so cute. <laughs> uh, the, what was the, What was the other one? Jawbreaker. Jawbreaker and, Jawbreaker and Nightshade. And Night Nightshade. Yeah. So um, and we have the first. Uh, I mean, this this comes in later. We have the first non-binary transformer uh, character in the show so that's uh, that's cool and uh we have uh, uh so there these three characters are created and they immediately they realize that they are they are still connected to the the human the malto family and they feel their connection so they know that they are family and can trust them and they they help the kids escape from uh, the the cave uh, after it's caved in and after the um the two uh uh, seekers have, uh, you know, have uh, fled the, uh, or no, they get they they the Prime and Bumblebee capture the Seekers, so they get they get mm-hmm. sent. Ghost goes to pick them up. So we've got, um, you know, we've got Megatron captured, we've got Dot captured, and but the kids and Prime and Bumblebee have to mount a rescue plan. They should have called. They should have called in Lita One or a uh, or Wheeljack or RC. We had we have other <laughs> or, we have or other all Autobots. of them. Yeah, <laughs> or all of them. I don't know. We have other Autobots to help out, but I don't know which Autobots are known to the world and which are hidden. Because you have like RC has the Ghost insignia, but mm-hmm. like Wheeljack didn't. Bumblebee I know Wheeljack didn't right. because he said he was in hiding. Uh, yeah. Him and Bumblebee were both in hiding. So, you know, maybe the the whole celebration is like they're. You know they know about Megatron, Optimus, and RC, and maybe a handful of others. Yeah. Oh, one thing I, I did I forgot to mention when when Skywarp sees Bumblebee and she's like, "Oh, you're back from the dead," <laughs> and you're and you're wearing you have a a midlife crisis alt mode. So, like, that was hilarious. <laughs> the one liners in this in these episodes were uh, totally unhinged and ten yeah. out of ten. I loved them all. There's so many good things in this episode. Yeah, so I mean, just just like go, Bumblebee going from a VW bug oh. to a like a muscle sports car, and and she's calling calling out a midlife crisis alt mode. I thought that yeah. was. I mean, can was... you blame him? <laughs> well, well, we we've seen in the the promos for the new episodes coming out that he does have a more G one esque alt mode at some point in the future. So, uh, oh, no. may, maybe that sticks with him. And... Well, maybe that maybe that's a flashback. We don't know. Oh, if could be a that, yeah. that could be a flashback. We'll have to see. I mean, if I had uh, the ability to scan anything to figure out an alternate form, I would go <laughs> look at you know. I would be a sports car. Yeah, look look at the most expensive cars. And, yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Uh, another thing I thought was neat, and when they were trying to use the ember, uh, the ember stone, um, Alex was telling the kids you've got the touch and you hear just a few notes from the song. Yes. Yes. That was awesome. Yep. Very cool. All right. So that, I think that that was all of part one. And then part two is the rescue mission to rescue dot and Megatron from Mandroid. Mandroid's got dot uh, or Mandroid's got Megatron like strapped into a, you know, a device and, and is cutting off his arm with the fusion cannon. Poor guy. Yeah. So, don't want to see man. Uh, but uh, so, Mandroid already has his right arm replaced, and he's cutting off Megatron's right arm. So he's going to have two right arms. Cannon, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he commented on how he wants the integrated weapon. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Look at this yeah. poor guy. <laughs> I, forgot. I love everything about this Megatron. I I really do. Uh, I love his relationship with. Uh, Dot Malto, I love that they work together. I love that, you know, they're like kind of like they obviously used to not get along and now they're super tight. Um, and I love his loyalty to her and her loyalty to him. It's so cute. And he's like, nah, screw you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving anybody up. 
Yeah. And he's quipping off the whole time. I love it. I love sassy Megatron. I'm here for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm still I still want to know what the backstory is like how he became like Yeah, absolutely. What, you know, what happened to the Decepticons that he, like, as the leader of the Decepticons, he basically said, no, we're, like, we're we're making peace and we're moving forward. And what, and how did, like, we haven't seen any other Decept, like, you know, regular Decepticons who are going along with it. Although, I did, I did notice in the episode when, uh, when Skywarp and Novastorm are flying alone, they're like, you know what our choices are. You know, be on the run or work for this guy, and then and then I think Nova Storm says, "Can we be Autobots? Is that a choice?" <laughs> and so you know, there. So some Decepticons are like, "Yeah, we we want to we, we peace is okay too. Maybe we yeah. can, maybe we can just settle down." The um, Decepticons are just under a lot of peer pressure, and that's <laughs> you know that's why they don't. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm thinking there's still, I mean, obviously we see Soundwave and, you know, in, in the comics, Soundwave goes off and makes his own thing while the Decepticons are still doing their thing. I think, you know, it could always be reversed here where the Decepticons, Megatron is trying to branch off the Decepticons into this new, um, less deadly branch. And then Soundwave is like, no, screw that. And then that's <laughs> you, he, and he holds loyal a lot of Decepticons and you still see Starscream. We have no idea how long Starscream has been a prisoner for. And if he took over the Decepticons when Megatron decided to join up with Ghost and work towards, you know, he realized that the goal that he'd been fighting towards was futile. And if, or how many times Starscream's escaped, we don't know what other Decepticons are out there. If there's a Galvatron, like there's unlimited possibilities. <laughs> On yeah. why the Decepticons could be so heavily influenced to continue this fruitless battle. Yeah. And why did Bumblebee have to fake his own death? That's also a question. Like, what's going yeah. on? Yeah, yeah, what's going it's... on? Unless it's Optim, which is entirely possible, Optimus doesn't trust Ghost, which I think he has said before. Uh, and he yeah, doesn't want to put all his eggs in one basket. We're definitely seeing optimist. that. Like, I I've commented throughout the series that Optimus just came off like, like a jerk. And the these two episodes were the first ones where I didn't feel that way. And it was more of an Optimus I recognized. And yeah. I, I think it, it is that where when he is doing the ghost stuff, he has a, a slightly different persona. Mm -hmm. And when he is just around, you know, people he trusts, he lets his guard down a little bit. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really interesting because we're seeing, you know, like you said, this Optimus that we're seeing is a very different Optimus than we're used to. It's almost, you know, Megatron is this more relatable character mm -hmm. that's concerned mm -hmm. about how his people are being treated. And Optimus is not showing that same level of concern unless Optimus knows something that Megatron doesn't and that we don't. And that's why he's A, still working with Ghost and B, being so cranky about it. Yeah, he's probably he's had to compromise. So cranky. Yeah, and, for some he, reason that we don't know. It, yeah, it's like some, uh, like uncomfortable compromise. You know, mm -hmm. I'm sure we'll get, yep. we'll find out in the next next bunch of episodes. Yeah, uh, one thing I loved in this episode is if there's like I haven't I haven't done a show review with you guys before, so if there's an order. Feel free to tell me no. to shut my trap because I I will <laughs> <laughs> talk incessantly. So. Um, I was going to say one of the things that I really, really enjoyed in this episode um, was the use of that Cybertronian lore, that Quintus Prime. Uh, I love that Alex is like a total historian and <laughs> that they talked about Quintus and the Ember Stone and that that was his gift from the primes. And I always love it when the shows integrate that Cybertronian into their um, on screen stuff. So I know in a, a few episodes back, I wasn't here reviewing it with you guys, but they did have that like prophecy up on the wall. It mm -hmm. actually did translate. I forget what it translated into now. Something about um, in times of need, um, those who have brave hearts will rise to the top. Something like that. Something along the lines mm -hmm. of, you know, people who, what Optimus says, 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 all, says all the time. And what it said when, when um, Mo Malto made that wish to Quintus Prime and all that text scrolled up the screen. It actually did say something. It said evolution of hope. And it was just repeating over and over and over again. Um, oh, I've been, I've been, I've been recently brushing up on my Cybertronian. I was pretty rusty at it for a while, but I figure with TFCon coming up, it's good to be able to read it fluently again. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so it did say evolution of hope and all three uh, strands were the same. 
they all said interesting i'm trying to find that yeah and that and and you heard you hear the voiceover also says evolution of hope so yeah that matches Mm -hmm. the i never assume that they match um yeah i know the symbol is supposed to be quintus prime symbol yeah let's see Emberstone. It's a it's a ways in. It's when they're getting attacked by the Arachnomex. Okay. Uh, here, I'm that's that's close. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, <laughs> but yeah, I I, I always love when they do the the Cybertronian uh, because it's so much fun and it's that whole other little language. It's a lot of fun. Here, here we go. Oops. I mean, it help, probably helps that you have people like Nick Roche and stuff working on the series. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so there you go. Yeah, so that all that, it says uh, Evolution of Hope. So Very it cool. does actually say something, which is cool. I always love when they do that. It's not just because for a while when they were doing a Transformers Cyberverse, um, it just said it was just random. It was just random stuff. Every Like the big letters would make sense, the big words, but everything else was not. And then when they did the Netflix show, even the tiniest little stuff and in the intro, all those planets they had with like the uh, Cybertronian text were hints as to what planets they were going to go to throughout Earthrise. They actually like yeah. had Easter eggs hidden in there and it was super cool. But that's that's the awesome. wrong show. We're here to, we're here to talk right. about uh, it. <laughs> and, and doing something like this where it actually says something is better than the Cybertronian version of Lorem Ipsum. but yeah that that was one of my favorite contributions um this episode and the lore i love the lore heavy stuff yeah so i mean so when we when the we form we we now have the new terrans we have the old terrans the new terrans the human kids prime and bumblebee and they form a plan to go rescue megatron and dot uh, so the new Terrans are going to pretend to be Decepticons. <laughs> this does not this work is the out. best part of the entire episode. <laughs> the entire. <laughs> Hashtag, and, uh, oh my God. Yeah. So they, they're, and they are going to capture uh, Prime. <laughs> and then meanwhile, Bumblebee and Alex and the, and the, and the other human kids will sneak around and rescue Megatron <laughs> and, and Dot. So. Yeah, the fails really the t- horribly. You, you know, born born <laughs> you're born an hour ago, and then you got to pretend to be a Decepticon. And, okay, uh, but the the chibi flashback with Skywarp is the best. <laughs> <laughs> we were roommates in evil school. <laughs> we were roommates in bad guy school. <laughs> I was dying. And she randomly yeah. picks up this like totally out there accent, like trying to be like <laughs> swindle or something, and I was just dying the whole time. Yeah. Oh my god, it was great. And the only Mandra one doesn't who's remotely... no, but no. the only one who's even remotely pretending to be captured is Optimus. The other two Terrans are just like do do do. They're not even concerned. They're not even upset. And Optimus is the only one who actually looks angry. Um, you know, he's look at this. This is this is freaking fabulous. I love everything about this. Yep. Um, Optimus is the only one even remotely playing close to his part. You know, he thought he was going to have these people come in here and just like talk to him, talk to Mandroid normally and be like, Hey, we brought these bots in. We know you wanted them. We know you have so-and-so through whatever means, right? Theoretically other Decepticons totally blow it. They blow it worse than Optimus probably ever thought that they could blow it. And Twitch and Thrash are just standing there. They're not even concerned. I mean, it's like their second time being captured ever. And the first time they almost (laughs) died. You would think they'd be slightly more concerned about the entire experience. Also, the Decepticon decals. Yeah. <laughs> they just slapped stickers they on these the, bots. They went to the in-universe toy hacks. They went to the in-universe toy hacks, yeah. And he's like, we asked them to come with us. <laughs> it's the stupidest thing ever, but I love it. I love that they tried it. I mean, But that's something that if you were born an hour ago and told to go and pretend to do this thing, you would probably do. And I love yep. that that they were consistent with that, even though it made Optimus's job so much harder. It was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Oh man! Yeah, so things don't things don't go well. Surprisingly, <laughs> shocker! <laughs> I'm surprised Optimus didn't have a plan like Z. <laughs> Mandroid is not fooled. 
And so they have to fight their way out. They do fight their way out. They, they manage to um, they free Megatron, free Dot. They all get out. Epic, then, by the man- way, that, that whole scene where yeah. Optimus breaks his stuff off and then chucks an Arachnomec yeah. and it hits Megatron's arm and he goes, whoop, whoop, <laughs> I love it. The fight scenes yeah, in this episode cool. were great. The other ones, like, no. meh. But this one... Yeah, this... They saved all the budget for this one. Yeah, they they spent they spent all the money on this and this these two episodes. Yeah, Yeah. so that yeah, so I mean, now we've got it isn't that epic fight scene? They escape everything. They're like okay, but then Mandroid's got he's got another ace up his sleeve because his entire base transforms into a giant like walking monster mech thing with a giant cannon on the front. And so uh, random. Yeah. It's so random. How did how did he how did he build that? I mean, even even with all his little spider mechs, that's a that's a lot of work to to build that giant uh, that giant rock, walking base. But um, <laughs> Jeremy, did your light forget you were in there? Yeah, the time after an hour. <laughs> um, but yeah, in this battle and in the battle earlier in like the first half of this episode, I love. The fourth perspective, it always frustrates me when shows take humans and Cybertronians and put them together and they fight like they're used to it and that it's not, you know, this tremendous size differentiation. And I love that even in this like kind of low budget show, they made sure to reinforce the idea that, hey, we've got five and a half foot humans and we've got 45 foot Transformers and they can't fight together, you know, in the scene on Ghost, that's clear. They have the whole force perspective thing going. And this one is a little bit different, but they definitely make sure you know that they're not equal. And I, I like that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. one thing I, I'm wondering at TFCon, how many people are going to be wearing outfits like that? Oh. <laughs> and is Josh Perez going to at least try to find like a jacket or something with all those bumblebee That'd be hilarious. Like, yeah. yeah, Alex Alex is Josh Perez to a T. He's just a bumblebee, <laughs> mm-hmm. bumblebee worship. Yeah. Yeah. I That's... would I would want one of those ties. I, I, I yeah, that tie's that great. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, so big battle. Big monster uh tank thing. They, you know, they, they all come together, they work together. The Terran, all the the new Terrans, the old Terrans, Megatron, Optimus. Uh, I liked uh, I liked uh, Megatron and Twitch. Uh, like Megatron is, so is this giant, yeah. Like you, you, he's he's the giant helicopter daddy, and she's a little baby drone. They even had like this one this uh uh four front facing shot where it's like Megatron. He's like right like he's coming up to go and uh, yeah. wreak some havoc on their Optimus, and then she's tiny little Twitch, and she's just hanging out, <laughs> and it was great. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, you're so close. Oh, yeah, it's from behind. <clears throat> no, there's one later on where he's uh, coaching her. Uh, it's after he he warns her not to, to be careful, not to be too cocky. She oh, right. there's like this this front shot, and it's little tiny baby Trish. It's under his his, <laughs> his left wing on your front. If you're looking at the screen. It's his right wing, and it's great. I, I just rewatched the the episode earlier, so I'm like, I got I've got a whole little page of notes <laughs> yeah. about all the things that I liked about this episode. I can't find it. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's a big battle. Uh, They they figure out that if they take out all the cameras on the thing, then Mandroid will be blind and he won't be able to to shoot them. They do that. They They succeed. (laughs) um, But he's still got the the big-ass cannon and even firing blind. It's it's doing a lot of damage. So uh, Megatron, you know, plans to to take that out. But then, Twi- you know, while they're arguing, Twitch takes the opportunity and she flies out on her own. Yeah. Well, uh, I but think by everyone... this point, Megatron and Optimus are both kind of beat to hell. They've both had their arms halfway cut off. They've had battle yeah. patch-ups. They're both arguing about which one of them is going to go out there and probably die. And then she's like, grandpas are talking. <laughs> I'm gonna just going to go get stuff done. Yep. <laughs> But but everyone else backs her up, and so they yeah. do it. And and she she yeah. she has the action shot. She slices the 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 wires on the cannon. It fires wildly, and then knocks the thing the, the whole base in the. I think it was was it in in like the uh, reservoir or pool or something. I think it's in the San Francisco it's Bay. Yard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think it, it's interesting that Mandroids all cut up about how. The Autobot versus Decepticon battle of San Francisco that they talk about, 
that the Autobots caused collateral damage, and that's why he's so pissed about the Autobots and the Decepticons and everybody even existing on Earth. And he's out here like, I can't see them. I'm just going to blindly shoot my huge-ass laser cannon <laughs> and cause as much collateral damage as possible so that I can get these bots, hopefully, maybe, get close to hitting or nicking one of these guys. Yeah. Yep. It's so interesting to watch. Um, they did a good job of this devolution of this character from his moral standards into this chaos and evil that's just easier to yep. embrace. For a kid, like, that's, that's pretty yeah. good. That's pretty good character development, showing his transition from a, yeah. someone who's relatable from an understandable well, point. Just and apparently, like... he and Alex know each other from the past, mm -hmm. and they didn't go into yeah. that at all. Um, I'm interested to find out what that background is. I thought they yeah, did in one of the earlier episodes where he said they worked together. They were both like, they both studied Cybertronian studies or something, or they both, or he was the brains and Iraq and a uh, Mandroid worked on the technology and um, he knew the history okay. behind it. I feel like they it's touched been a while on that since I somewhere. Well, I, I thought um, like there were there, in the episode where they, they did the, um, it was not the Chupacabra, whatever the Filipino version of the Chupacabra is, the, the <laughs> Filipino monster thing. Um, in that episode, when they were <laughs> fighting, when they're <laughs> when they're fighting the the spider mechs, uh, Alex recognizes the spider. He he looks at the the mech and he's like, "This technology yeah, recognizes are, technology yeah. because and that's your first hint that he worked with Mandroid before." And then in this episode, when when Mandroid sees him on the camera, he's like, "Alex Malto," and he and he, he actually like a, a, doesn't shoot him. He like actually turns his gun away to keep from shooting Alex, which is surprise he, he doesn't continue that later but he, there's the, so much the background time. that i want to know about yeah. this show why did megatron turn why did they stop fighting why is bumblebee in hiding why did they know each other what happened in the battle of san francisco like i just want to know it all I need a prequel yep. to this show <laughs> yeah so i mean so we don't we don't know and we don't even know do we even know mandroid's real name i don't think we ever got his actual name i don't so, think so so uh so we'll like we'll we'll probably explore that in Dr. future Meridian. episodes. But... Dr. Mer Doc or Dr. Dr. Meridian. Dr. Meridian. Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess I do say it. That's but um, uh, it's like I go by Mandroid now. Yeah, it was in the, <laughs> the uh, dark and brooding. <laughs> Someone someone's having a midlife crisis, and it's not Bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> I it's Diedrich Bader is his voice actor. I never. I forgot that he he played um, a dude in Office Space. Next oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, he's Isn't also... Dr. Meridian he's not... also the guy from Bolt? Um, um, I don't know. I don't know I don't if know, he's I need to Bolt. look now. But, no, no, no. Uh, no, no. But like that character name. Like, I thought he, that was the bad guy's name. Oh. Oh. I don't... I don't remember. But uh, but my, that's Bader. my age showing. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh no, he it was, was Doctor Calico. Oh, that's different. My bad. <laughs> he he was in Diedrich Bader was in Bolt, but he uh played a cat, one of the cats. <laughs> no, so <laughs> yeah, six degrees of separation. <laughs> Disregard. <laughs> But uh, but uh, Diedrich Bader was also the voice of Batman in Batman the Brave and the Bold. So that was the the that like Batman cartoon from like I don't know ten or fifteen years ago. Um, so he's done he's done voice acting lots of stuff before. But um, but yeah, so Mandroid is uh, defeated. It looks like he's dead. Probably he's probably not dead, not but dead. it looks like he's his dead. his his ship is destroyed. So. Everyone thinks he's dead, so probably he's going to come back later on, and we'll finally figure out like what the connection is between him and Alex Malto. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's for future episodes. Right now, they're just, everyone's just happy that they're safe. The uh, new Terrans do not get alt modes yet, so I guess they're saving that for the next batch of episodes. Um, so I'm looking forward to see, like. I hope we're going to get toys of these characters too. So we're going to, mm -hmm. we've got three new Terran, Terran characters and they will each get, um, uh, get new alt modes. I hope so. We'll have to see, but, uh, that is, uh, these two episodes wrapping up the, the first part mm -hmm. of season one of transformers earth spark. It was a very exciting, <laughs> exciting conclusion. I think yeah. we, really we, and we have had, 
much much worse season one like oh, cyberverse ended really well but started off really rough and i think this mm-hmm. one has been fairly consistent i mean like you said we had some ups and downs but on the whole when they are on this transformer part of the story it's been pretty solid all the way through yeah mm-hmm. and it's much more like this this show is like for being a kid's show it's dealing with a lot of like complex themes and and dealing with the whole post-war you know reconciliation and like all and lots of stuff that you don't usually see from a like from a kids show where you're trying to keep things kind of simple so one of the things i like that it talks about is how it it makes you assume that mandroid probably lost his arm or at least i got close to death and lost his arm in that battle of san francisco and how he kind of uses that as like a stepping stone for why he's so angry and everything and then you know dot malto reveals that you know she lost her leg in one mm-hmm. of the battles it may not have been i don't know if they said it was the battle of san francisco or not but she she didn't let it sour her on the things that she cared about and it she mm-hmm. let it fuel her towards making sure that she spent more time and cared about the people that she loved and i liked mm-hmm. that um it dealt with that and it showed you that you know it really it's on you and and you and your support system to kind of figure it out because turning to violence and aggression is not the way to go. It's, it's not cool. Yeah. And I like that. I like that. They, they brought that message out. Yeah. It was, it was a yeah. pretty deep message for a kid's show, especially with that animation. Yeah. style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I can see that, you know, being very useful with, you know, kids that are going through things like that. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. that they, they do kind of work with some children's hospitals It'd be really think, cool. Yeah, I think that's a good message for those those kids. And I love how Dot is. Yeah, she's she's definitely she's the like she's the the war hero action person, but she's also mom through and through. Like immediately when it. those when the new Terrans show up, she's like, "Bring it in for a hug." You're, you know, they're all my babies. It's it's so mm-hmm. it's it's. I love I love. Uh, how she how she treats the Terrans and has completely adopted yeah. them as her as her children. I love that. Yeah, she's a total so, badass. I love her. I'm so excited to get to meet her <laughs> voice actress. Oh yeah, that's right. Because she will be at TFCon LA. Yeah. yeah, I wanna I wanna ask them if I doubt they did, but I I'm still gonna ask if they recorded in the round or not. Because there's always such good chemistry and so many good stories when they record in the round, but they probably didn't. So, but I'm still gonna ask. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, Daryl, I know uh, this, this is all. all <laughs> Poor Daryl. Daryl, were you watching it while we talked? <laughs> what, no, did... no, I, I'm going to watch it all in one in one big uh, big shot. So it's so good. I was listening to your uh, your reviews and your hot takes and all this other stuff, and it was it it sounds like it's going to be an episode or two that I'm going to really enjoy. It's a slam so, dunker. Yeah. I, I'm so sad they I weren't wish... all that deep and well developed. Yeah, I wish I had watched it before the show. I wish somebody had told me <laughs> we were watching it. We were hey, I like to never check my emails, and I still knew what was happening. <laughs> well, he saw it was an email from Charles to you, so he's like, "Oh, I don't need to read this." Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> don't want to cry. That's okay. <laughs> it's uh, you know, I I I should have I should have just read everything that comes through my email. Even the spam and all the junk mail too. I read all that. You also could have looked at the show notes doc that we put up every week to plan. Yeah, or that, or that. (laughs) Meh. Meh. I'll get by. I'm here for the toy show. That's the that's what that's what people come to the to the transmission sports for. I mean, hear me hear me talk about toys and make mistakes, right? They don't hear me talk about cartoons. Yeah, and make mistakes. I don't know as much about the toys. So this is this is my I like right. doing this, but yeah, you don't I get to be it. the number one Beast Wars guy by by watching all the Beast Wars cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't made it through all the Beast Wars. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be flat honest. It, it's not necessary. You've probably seen more than Daryl, so you're you're doing you're probably doing better than Daryl. <laughs> oh my god. I just, through, just buy, some, I think, all just buy some toys. Just buy some of the toys and make it up in your head. I It'll love Inferno. Show. I think he's yeah. hilarious. If you've made it through season one, and, 
your your hard work is is over and it's all <laughs> it's all fun from here on. Yeah. I mean, at, at least it's not worse than Cybertron. Like I like I I watched Beast Wars before I watched Cybertron. So now that my standards are appropriately lowered, I think I could probably watch it again and be okay. I'm going to be fired after this episode. I'm talking some serious uh, dirt on Transformer Cybertron. I'm going <laughs> to I mean, I, I think I think Josh is the only fan of Transformers. He Cybertron. really is. I don't know why he picked that or picked us to do it with him, but he's literally the only <laughs> of Transformers, I'm trying, to, I'm trying. I'm trying. I can't. The only thing I can get behind is um, our uh, self-proclaimed Scott, uh, Thundercracker and Jetfire romance that we've decided is happening. <laughs> That's the only thing I can get behind. That's it. <laughs> I mean, but if you see it, they never like. It's always off screen, and then they they'll make these like funny snide comments. You're like, "Where's that coming from? Where's that coming from?" And they never actually hurt each other. Like some of the other people like get hurt or they're like going at it. They never try to hurt each other. Always like go the other direction. You got to watch it. You got to watch it with this new lens. Trust me. <laughs> wow. Lo- love crosses faction lines. Huh? Love crosses faction lines. It's absolutely our headcanon over at more than meets the ear. I stand by it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that is our review. Unless uh, there are any other comments before we wrap up our review of. Uh, Let me check my Earth page Spark. of notes. <laughs> nope. I think, I think that's about it. I think okay. I interrupted everybody enough. <laughs> I can note that while I was listening to you, I checked all of my sources, and uh, there has been no drop of of season two or one point five yet. So yeah whatever they're calling it. No new episodes. If you March drop 3rd. it anywhere. So. Yeah. Let's go. Right, I'm well, excited. I want to, I want to see more. Yeah. I mean, we don't, you don't have long to wait. So it's uh, as the, yes. when this show goes up, it'll be, it'll be about a week, a little bit more than a week before the new oh, show. I want Steve Bloom back. Steve Bloom. <laughs> Starscream. <laughs> I hope, I hope he's in it. Yeah. I mean, he's I, the I, best Starscream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's all. Oh. Mm. Well, he he's he's very very yeah. I like him a lot. <laughs> he's the best living Starscream. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that's our review of <clears throat> Earthspark episodes nine and ten. So let's finish up the show with a little bit of feedback. Okay. So we. Uh, Got a, a quick note on our Discord from one of our listeners, the man named Bambi, uh, referring to our last EarthSpark review, where uh, with the episode that featured RC, because I think we had some confusion that we didn't know uh, what classic car model RC turn, uh, was transforming into in the previous episode. And uh, man named Bambi solved the mystery for us. So uh, he sent us a, a picture and said... Pink and there's RC 1940s Mercury 8. So there you go. Damn, I would drive that car. All right, so it's not even a Chevy at all. There you go. Cool, very cool. Yeah, thank you to man named Good job. That's awesome. We need more like 1940s, 1950s alt modes. Absolutely. I'd prefer I'd prefer you know a classic car as opposed to like a '80s hippie van cough cough wheeljack. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> we're not going to go there. <laughs> we'll, we'll come back for the Rise of the Beast review and talk about it there. <laughs> it's just going to be one long angry rant in, in rapid yeah. fire Trish. Okay, that's that's what you're going to get. <laughs> So it is just going to be like all the other live action movies. <laughs> I, I still have, I have optimism. I'm still in that phase. Like a- I said, apprehensive optimism. Apprehensive yeah. optimism. I was, I was very surprised in a good way about uh, the Bumblebee movie. That yeah. was, I loved that movie. It was. I loved the Michael Bay. Exactly. That's what their problem was the whole time. <laughs> so the next um, one is also not directed by Michael Bay. Yeah, I mean, there's some of the films of that director that I'm not a huge fan of, so we'll see 
we'll see how they do. All right. Okay. Well, uh, that gets on. Us... <laughs> 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 and uh, that takes us to the end of this episode of Transmissions Alt Mode. So, as always, at the end of every episode, we give a shout out to our masterpiece Donatrons. Those are the folks who continue to support the podcast at our highest level on Patreon. And we really appreciate that support. So that's why we mention them every episode. So thank you again to John 4X11 Good and Demon Tech 82. You guys are awesome. And thank you again to Trish for hanging out with us this week on both Transmissions episodes. So check her out on Transmissions, the toy show, and right here on Transmissions Alt Mode. And uh, Trish, why don't you tell us where we can find all your awesome content online. Absolutely. So uh, when I'm not hanging out over here with the transmissions peeps, you guys can also catch me with the crew over at Swerve's Bar Podcast. Um, they have their comic and toy review show um, at Swerve's Bar Podcast. And then we also do, um, I'm a player character in the Transformer rollout, Transformers D&D. Uh, it's a good time. Uh, sometimes it's not a great time, but it's always a good time. Uh, <laughs> sometimes there's tears, but it's always a great time over with that game. And you can also <laughs> find me as one of the co-hosts of More Than Meets the Ear. Um, at more than me see ear podcast or at mtmt ear i believe is our twitter handle and you can also find me at a rogue trish pretty much anywhere the social media is media awesome and that'll do it for this episode of transmissions alt mode thanks everyone for watching and listening we will see you next time see Bye-bye. ya bye later Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time.